Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now let's get it. Welcome to the Brothers Journey Show. Signpost for today reads, Stop the Violence. This is Brother Steve. I will share some information on this difficult topic in hopes that you will stop and take a look at yourself before the next episode. We will focus on domestic violence and why it must stop. Like I said, the signpost for today reads, Stop the Violence, and I hope it serves as fuel for your journey. My purpose for discussing this touchy subject comes from a sincere place in hopes that of reaching and understanding as to why you lash out against the ones you love the most. As always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, my loving wife Rita, and you brothers for traveling on this journey. Thank you for your time and attention. Our scripture references are coming Matthew 5, 21-22. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whatever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council and whosoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. What I got from the scriptures that God said, I already told you before, the penalty for murder. And I told you it was judgment. And it will cast judgment upon you for being angry with your brother. I think God is telling us that anger is just as dangerous as the actual physical act coming from that danger. Although we're talking about domestic violence and the scripture doesn't really speak much directly about domestic violence, we can talk about violence in general, you know, brother to brother and especially brother on his wife. I would think the penalty could be even greater, especially since the woman is referred to as the weaker vessel. You got to know that God is definitely not pleased at how some men treat their women. Why is it important? And of the utmost urgency to get this right, I give you one reference. In First Peter 3 and 7, it reads, Likewise, husband, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may, be, may not be hindered. And that part that really jumps out is, so your prayers may not be hindered. The short translation I believe honoring your woman is beneficial to the whole family. It is through her that the major blessings will flow, and, and that major blessing is called the grace of life. You must understand there are many other blessings that will flow through you as the provider and the protector, but there is something about that connection between God and a woman that will that you just really don't want to get in between. You don't want to mess it up. So the purpose for the Brothers Journey Show is to discuss the topic as they arise on the signposts of your daily journey. So I had the topic of domestic violence arise on my signpost recently, and I thought it would be fitting to share my thoughts on this very serious topic. The fact that a man would beat his woman to a point where she is but a shell of herself 
and then expect her to forgive and forget and things, you know, go back to being normal. That's kind of, I don't understand that. I understand how easy and quickly things get out of control, especially when feelings and emotions are involved. And I know for myself, I've been, you know, with the same woman almost 40 years. And by the grace of God, we haven't experienced this type of activity. But one of the things that drew me to Rita was her fight. Not so much of the violent, you know, throw up your dukes kind of fight, but the fact that she's the type of woman that will get to a point where enough is enough. I guess I understand if you were beating or verbally abusing, you know, your, your, your lady every day, you know, she'd come to an awakening point and could wake up one day and say, that's enough. And you could wake up to a very ugly situation. So I'm just going to stay away from it. You know, I didn't want to punish, publish an episode and just to talk about how I feel about it. So, you know, I did a little digging into, you know, the whole idea of violence in itself and then also try to really get specific when it talks about domestic violence. But the violence is defined as physical force exerted for the purpose of violating, damaging or abusing. And sadly, violence is a part of our everyday life. But for the believer, the way of the world is always trumped by the word, by the truth of the word. First of all, violence in the mind is just as hurtful as violence by the hand. Leviticus 19 and 17 reads, warns you, do not hate your brother in your heart. Jesus tells us in Matthew that the murderous anger can lead the angry man to judgment from God as quickly as a physical blow. The violence he exhibits towards someone else can be brought back upon himself by God. So violence occurs when you have your own personal dispute against those you dislike, which is a matter of pride. By that I mean you dislike someone, so you must display some type of power over them because you think your way is better. While men are more prone to to uh, accept violence, especially as culture depicts real men who those who don't cry and always you know swallow their pain and dare I say carry a gun. One of the wisest men of all time wrote, "Do not envy a violent man or choose any of his ways." Domestic violence is narrowly defined as an act or threatening act of violence upon someone with whom you or that person has had a previous intimate relationship. The term domestic violence begins brings to mind the concept of the battered wife or perhaps a married couple, you know, with verbal arguments that eventually escalates to physical violence. Domestic violence is also commonly linked to child abuse, even if the child is not physically injured, watching or hearing a parent being abused can have serious psychological impacts. Domestic violence is about power and control. Though the term violence has physical connotations, domestic violence or abuse can occur in non-physical ways. For instance, abusers may manipulate their victims through emotional or economic means. Verbal abuse and sexual abuse are also other forms of violence. A person of any age, gender, socioeconomic class, status, education, religion can all be impacted by domestic violence. Violence of domestic abuse can be viewed in terms of a cycle of violence. 
which to means if a child witnesses their parents being abusive, chances are they will grow up to repeat that same cycles. Brother, we must stop the cycle. Following God involves serving others, not manipulating or controlling. Jesus told his disciples, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Your journey to the next level must include you becoming the best servant you can. Your wife and your children are your primary clients. You can't be a good servant if you are always going off because something didn't go your way. Those who are currently in a domestic violence situation should do everything they can do possibly to get out safely. Often the most dangerous time for a domestic, for a victim of domestic violence is when they leave. Contacting the police may be in order or there may be other so local resources that are available to help. Domestic hotlines, things of that nature. So domestic violence can have severe spiritual implications as well. You know, you as a victim, you may distrust God. You know, why did you allow this to happen to me? I don't trust you anymore. I don't trust anybody anymore. You know, why if he really loves me, this is how he how he or they treat me. So just, you know, going through that can uh, put a impact or have an impact on your spirit. The emotional reactions to the situation will also come as an after effect. It is appropriate to express anger over, over this abusive situation. There must be an acknowledge, there must be an acknowledgement of the severity of the situation in order for the anger, confusion, hurt, shame, and all of those uh, emotions to begin to heal. Conventionally, violence is understood to be often driven by negative emotions, such as anger or fear. For example, a person might become aggressive because they are enraged at another person or they are afraid of the other person might bring harm to them. Scientific data states negative emotions are present during a violent situation, but positive emotions are actually at play as well. Aggression can, can feel good and that pleasure is associated with what we call a hedonic reward. And that is really, you know, a potent motivating force. Of course, I had to look up the concept of the hedonic reward and found it's actually a thing at play in your mind doing all types of activity. Check it out. Hedonic, H-E-D-O-N-I-C. I will not attempt to go into any type of psycho information or research right now because I know my lane and I'm going to make sure that I'm going to stay in it. But I do understand how that aggressive behavior can be reinforced by positive feelings such as power and dominance. Aggression isn't just about I'm angry and I want to hit someone. It's also about how it feels good sometimes to get revenge on someone who has wronged you or you have perceived to have wronged you. That positive sensation works on the same neural circuit as other addictive behaviors, such as cocaine, gambling, and some risky sexual behaviors. To sum it up, all up, all of this scientific information, if you are the type to hit women, I think we can agree that's a punk move. One thing that is true is that the only way a person is going to learn how wrong violence is, is to use a little of that violence on them. In other words, how do you think you would 
you would like it if you were getting your hind parts whooped and then I said, oops, I'm sorry, now go in there and fix me something to eat. But I know violence is not the answer, so please don't say Brother Steve told me the only way to stop getting my hind parts whooped is to whoop yours. That's not what I'm saying, but I know, but you know what I'm saying. I always say that most people, especially women, are involved in a domestic violence situation because they don't hear that smack coming. I can remember when I lived in, where we lived in Virginia, and I was sitting on the porch one day, and my neighbors were at their usual passionate argument. You know, it was always into something. So this particular argument made its way outside, and he was really trying hard to get away from her. You know, he walked around the house, you know, one way, and then he came back around the other way, and she was dead in his tracks just just going at it. And she must have said something, or he might have hit that level of I had enough, but he stopped. And gave her that look. And I couldn't see his face or her face, but I know he just stopped, turned his head, she froze, she saw, uh-oh, and did a, a quick U-turn as if she was like on, on a rope or something and just snatched her away. You know, it, it was kind of funny. But later on, you know, he, he got a chance to cool down and we did, you know, have a conversation. It's just one of those things where, you know, you get to the point and you don't, and if she had kept going, who knows what would have happened. So fortunately, she heard the smack. Brothers, you have to be able to control your anger. But you also have to get your girl, like I said, to understand when enough is enough. It's, you know, it's common knowledge that we can't think as fast as they can. And our emotions get all tangled up. And then, you know, we tend to react rather than respond. You know, so when you react, you tend to counteract, you know, blow for blow, for blow depending on, you know, that level of attack. By that, I mean, if you're involved in a heated argument and that person goes there, then all bets are off and, you know, you meet them where they are. But when you respond versus react, you take a few seconds to consider the outcome of your next actions or words. Your response is considerate and deliberate. A reaction may result in a positive or negative outcome whereas a response is engineered to produce a positive outcome or negative, but most time it's positive since you're taking time to really respond. Reacting is emotional. Responding is emotional intelligence. Reacting, on the other hand, literally means to meet one action with another. It is immediate and rash. Reactions are more tit for tat. I can recall countless times when my reaction wasn't up to the wild standards, you know, that I felt afterwards. But it was like, man, I wish I had to say this. When he said that, I should have said this. And I was kind of, you know, beating myself up a little bit because I didn't respond with a, wow, he really cut me down with whatever versus saying, you know, your mama. But that's another story. I can remember one time. In the military, you know, my section chief, we was laying some cables down in, in a, a hallway. I had to pull the floor up and lay cables. And he just came out there and for whatever the reason, he went off on me. Just, you know, was in the military. I might have had, I don't know how many, five stripes. He might have had seven stripes. I can't remember the ratio, but he was the chief. And he went off on me and I just froze right there. And you hear what I'm saying? And you, something, I don't remember what he said exactly, but it was a bunch of hollering. So froze right there and all I could do, all I, all they say and the people that were, were witnessing was the tear just rolled down my cheek and I didn't know and I just visualized me just 
my whole fist is going into his face, pulling out his just, yeah, it was really bad. And so one of the coworkers who were there saw me and he stepped in and, you know, kind of broke the tension right there and got me away from him. And the chief turned around and walked away. But, but he stopped and looked back and he saw the rage in my face. Just, just get out of here. Just, just take the rest of the day off. And we, um, we later got over that, you know, and were able to have a conversation the next day when I came back to work and he apologized and I didn't apologize because I really didn't know. But, um, I guess there was a level of respect gained that day. But again, violence of any kind is wrong, especially if it's against those you love. I hope you are encouraged to take the steps to improve your response. And if you have to spend the rest of your days working to apologize for past behaviors, then that's what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Brother, honor your woman by not being emotionally or physically abusive toward her and honor your children. Take the time to learn how to communicate your true feelings and put in the work to improve your reaction and your response to things that cause you to feel some type of way. Brothers, you have to do better. All right, my brothers, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We'll continue the journey forward and hang on to the ride for the next level. And close down one encourages you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to actual wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Until next time, thank you for your time and attention. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.